Shalom, Abraham, Abdul Masak is Baba Kamad, Dav Lamad, Dav discusses damage done with spilled water in Rosh Hashanah, damage done with a dangerous item placed in a wall, how to be a chosid. We discuss damage with a fertilizer in Rosh Hashanah, whether people are allowed to take the actual compost of this fertilizer or just the shvach of it. At what point can people take the goof, the actual fertilizer that was left in Rosh Hashanah? And Agav, we discuss collecting the, uh, recollecting, taking back the karen of a ribis loan. Now, we had uh, finished off yesterday with the Machalikas of and Rabbi Yoichanon. We didn't know who said who. Who holds that when you're mafkir, your stuff, your dangerous item in Rosh Hashanah? And it damages. Who says to be chayv? Who says to be bata? We're assuming that Rabbi we brought a riot that Rabbi says that you're chayv. So Rabbi must be the other one who says bata. But does Rabbi Yechonon really hold that you're going to be bata for leaving your dangerous item in Rosh Hashanah? We have a Mishnah that says that if someone leaves a uh, thorn glass or he makes a wall of thorns, a wall that falls into Rosh Hashanah if it damages... He's chayev for all incurring damages. Rabbi Yochanan, however, says, It'll only be chayev if your stuff actually leaned into a shesarabim. So you set up a barber shesarabim. But if you made sure that all of your dangerous items were in your rishos, you'll be potter. Why? Because this bar is in your rishos, l'chayra. Sounds like Rabbi Yochanan holds that bar is chayev in a So why, when you're mafkir your items... Dangerous items in Rosh Hashanah. Why would he be potter? You should be chayev. And if he says chayev, then he's agreeing with Rabbi Lazar. We know Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yechonin disagree. Salaman the Gemara explains. Yeah, really, Rabbi Yechonin holds potter. Your dangerous stuff in Rosh Hashanah is potter. He only said when you make sure that your dangerous wall is in your Rosh that there will be potter. Because Ula Omar of Achab Reider Rav Ika said over there. People don't normally scratch up against, rub against walls. So this one guy who did, that was weird. That's going to be putter. But hold on, says the Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan says that we pass like a Stam Mishnah. That's why Rabbi left it as Stam, so we'll pass like it. And we have a Stam Mishnah that says that if someone digs a bone or a him and his ox, someone's ox or donkey falls in it and dies, he's chayev. No, come on. You see, he's agreeing that if you leave something dangerous in Rosh Hashanah, you're going to be chayev. So rather, Rabbi Yechonon says, Chayiv. And that leaves Rabbi Lazar being the one that holds that if you leave your dangerous thing in Rosh Hashanah, you'll be Potter. Aye. He had a riot before that Rish Lakish holds. He brought down his Rebbe that says that there are both like your item in Rosh Hashanah like it's yours. That was his Rebbe Shita, but Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Lazar himself didn't agree. Rabbi Lazar himself, he taka said that, you're, that you are Potter. Rabbi Yechonon is the one that says that you're Chayiv. In the next match, we learn that if someone spills his water in Rosh Hashanah and it damages, he's chayev. Someone hides his dangerous thingies, his thorns, his glass, or he makes a thorn bush, for, or his fence falls into Rosh Hashanah, all that damage he's going to be chayev for. So Rav tells us in the Gemara that this water that damages, he's only going to be chayev if the water damages his kalim, his clothing. But if it damages him, the guy falls on, slips on this water, and, and lands on the ground. The ground was the damager here. The water was a grama. He'll be putter for that. So Rav Huna tells Rav. 
This water on the floor that turned into mud. That should be you. It shouldn't be the ground. It's your mud. You should be chayiv. Even when it damages the person. The Rav answers, we're talking about where the water was entirely absorbed into the ground. So yeah, it was the ground that did the damaging. It's not, there wasn't any mamashas of his here to, to trail it back to him. The Gemara points out just now that we already had this halacha. Why do we need to say the same halacha twice about the water spilling? Well, it depends on the season. Winter and summer, you're going to be chayv in both. Like the verse says, that uh, in the whenever Bezdin, the Chazal, allow you to pour your drain or your, your roof into the streets, that was in the winter. In the summer, you're not allowed to do that. And even in the winter, when you do have Rishos, just because you're allowed it doesn't mean you're not going to be chayv. If it damages the Misa, if your water, even in the winter, damages, you're allowed to put it here, but you're taking responsibility for it, and you'll be chayv. Next, we go back to the case of the guy hiding this dangerous thing in a wall. Now, Rabbi Yechonon points out, he's only going to be chayv if it's jutting out into the street. If he makes sure that his wall is totally in his rishos, he's not going to be chayv. Why will he be potter? So, says, because people don't scratch up against the walls, like we said before. Next, the Gemara brings it to his hefta. If someone hides his needles, his thorns, his glass in his friend's wall, his friend doesn't know about it, and then his friend comes and smashes down his own wall, it falls into a chesarabim, and then this dangerous thing that Mr. A put in Mr. B's wall damages. Who's chayv? A or B? The wall owner or the, the dangerous items owner? So Yechanan says... Oh, so the, so the, so the, the Tzavta says that the person who hid it in there is Chayev because the wall owner didn't know. Rabbi Yechanan says this is only with a, with a wall that was broken because when it was a Shvacha wall, so the guy who puts the needle in should assume that it's about to be knocked down. But if it's a brand new healthy wall, then the guy who knocks down the wall is going to be Chayev because the guy who put, in it, put it in there didn't do something which would have normally landed up in Rosh Hashanah and been damaging. Ravina says... That if someone were to cover up his pit with his neighbor's bucket, and then his neighbor comes and takes back his bucket, the Baal is going to be chayiv. It's the same thing. Well, it's a little different here, says the Gemara, because when he takes the bucket, he knows who the bucket owner is. So it's more partial that he's going to be chayiv as opposed to by the by the wall, the wall owner should not be chayev. He had no clue that anybody put anything in there. But here we know that this guy had his bucket on there. Next, the Gemara tells us that the original Hasidim, they would hide their dangerous items buried in their field, not in walls. They didn't want anyone getting hurt by it, and they dug it down three tefachim so that it wouldn't even interfere with the plowing. It shouldn't break someone's plow. Rav Sheshis uh, used to burn his dangerous items. Ravah used to throw it into the Euphrates River. And Yehuda says that if someone wants to be a chassid, he should do these things by damages. Rava says there are also ways of being a chassid by others. And some say there are things by brachas. To daven the way the, the chassidim davened. In the next mission we learn that if someone finds or rather, he brings his straw out into Rosh Hashanah and he wants to leave it there until it turns into good fertilizer. He wants people to trample on it. And someone gets damaged by it, so he's going to be high for those damages. Whoever wants to take this straw, 
He's allowed to take it. It's like a tough girl. This guy just left the storm. Just around him. Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel says that the owner who puts the straw out in the field is, in the Rishos Rabbim is going to be Chayiv. And if anybody wants to take it, he can take the Shvach, the value that this straw went up in value from, from everyone stepping on and turning it into a good compote. And finally, the Mishnah tells us that if someone turns over dung in Rishos Rabbim, and then after he flips it over, someone gets damaged by it, he's going to be Chayiv because by flipping it over, it becomes his. Now the Gemara says Lachar Mishnah is not like a Bihuda, because in a Bryce Bihuda says that when people are bringing their dung out, you're allowed to bring it into Rishasarabim. You can leave it there for thirty days so it'll get trampled and turn into good fertilizer. That's why Yeshua was manchil Eretz Israel. So the Khaira, he wouldn't be chayiv, but the Gemara says, No, no, no. Rihuda's not saying that you won't be chayiv. He's saying that you're allowed to do it. You're allowed to do it, but you will be high if someone gets damaged on your fertilizer out there. The, but that doesn't mean you can't. There are things that you can do, but you're still responsible for it. Ah, Yehuda says by Ner Chanukah that the store owner is going to be potter because he put out his Chanukah left into the street. Birishus. So he's not going to be high if a fire starts because of it. Lachari means with the Rishos of Bazdin. So you see that you're not Chayv if you have permission. The Gemara says, no, no, no. But there he had Rishos Mitzvah. Like if you this as an Abayso, by Ne'er Chanukah, you're going to be part of it because it's Rishos Mitzvah. Now Rishos Bazdin. Rishos Bazdin. Bazdin says, you're allowed to do it. Now the Gemara says that whenever we say in all these cases, they're allowed to put it out into Rishos Arabim. If it damages, you're going to be Chayv. Rav Yehuda, however, he says you're going to be butter. You see, if Yehuda holds that, that when you're allowed to put it out, you're not responsible. So we have two answers. Rav Nachman says that Rav Yehuda is going to say that you're potter when it's time for everyone to bring out their, their dung. But if it's not that time of year, then he'll agree that you'll be chayv. But Rav Ashi answers that Amrish was talking about a case of st- a straw and hay, which is slippery. That's where you're going to be me- chayv. Next, we said that if anybody wants to come and take this fertilizer from the Rishos Rabbim there, come take it. We have a machlik as what exactly you're allowed to take. Rav says you're allowed to take all the straw, the straw and the appre- appreciation that the straw has from everyone stepping on it. Ziri says, no, you're only allowed to take the value of the appreciation. Stop that this guy originally put out. That's still his. Machlik says that Rav holds that Chazal give him a knas for leaving his stuff out in Rishos Rabbim and allow everyone to take the goof of the straw as well. Ziri says there's no knas. They're only allowed to take the shvach, that which uh, they supplied by trampling on it. Gemara asks, the Mishnah says that if someone, the end of our Mishnah says, that if you flip over dung in Rishos Rabbim and someone gets damaged, the person who flips it over is going to be chayiv. Over here it doesn't say that anybody could just come and take it. You can't take the goof right over here but when you put out the dung then there, there's no shvach. It's just the goof of the the, the carrot that you put out. The same that we have in the ratio is for the sefer. We said that it's osr mishum gezel. Mom should also take. No, we say that 
Once someone comes and takes it, then it's Uzzur. Then it will be Gezel to take it afterwards. Once someone flips it over, it's his. And now anyone else who takes it will be Chayv Gezel. I, that's not true, because we have a mission that says that if someone finds this, the, the hay, the, someone brings his hay and straw out into a Shisarabim to turn into fertilizer, someone gets damaged by it, he's Chayv to pay. And whoever comes first gets to keep it. And there's no issue of Gezel. And if someone flips over the dong and Shisarabim, then he's going to be hired for any damages done. That the safe is only talking about a case where of the of the guf. There's no shvach in, in pure dung, and you still can't take it. This is a riot to ziiri. Tashan Rav says you also get to take the guf, the actual karen of what the owner took out. Shav Nachem Yitzchak says, trying to bring a raya from golol from dung. Knas was only on something that goes up in value. The knas that the chum said that you could take the guf. That's only with straw. You step and step and step in it, and then it becomes something valuable. It com- turns into fertilizer. But by dong, by, by excrement, where it doesn't go up in value, it already is fertilizer. Yeah, the Chachamim never gave a knas to allow everyone to take the guf itself. According to those who say that there is a knas, right? You are allowed to take the guf of what the guy brings out in Tershus Rabbim. This is Shitas Rav. Is that knas? effect right away. The second the guy puts it out, anyone can come and take it. Or you have to wait till there's a shvach, till people trample on it, it goes up in value, and then Chazal say, oh, you could also take the guf itself. So the Gemara brings a raya from Golo, that you get to take it right away. Where there is no shvach over there, and you can still take it right away. But the Gemara doesn't like this raya because we're only looking at the case of the Golo before Rabbi Nachman said that Golol is totally different because it doesn't go up in value. Afterwards, you can't compare it Bechalal. Once Rabbi Nachman says Golol is different, it has no Shvach, it's not a Raya, it's not part of the parish, so we can't bring a Raya from there. So the Gemara suggests we have a, a Mechlikas Tanoim on hand. We learned that if someone lends Ribis with a uh, right, it's a start to lend Ribis. So we have a Knas and Rabbi Meir says that he's not even allowed to collect the money which he lent. Chamim say, no, you could collect that money, but you're not allowed to collect the ribbis. Rav's going like Rameir, and Zeeer's going like the Rabbanon. But Rav will say, no, the truth is, I could even go like the Rabbanon. I know, I hold they all, that we have a knas over here, they get, everyone gets to walk off with this guy's straw, with the goof of the fertilizer. But the Rabbanon only say that you get to keep the Karen. Because the Karen was allowed to be lent. The loan was okay, it was just the ribbis that was the problem. Over here, straw itself was the problem. That was the the, the hezek, the damager that he put out into Rishas Rabbin. Ziri, on the flip side, he could even be going like Reb Meir because he says, Reb Meir only said that there's a knas that you're not even allowed to take back the Karen of the Ribis loan because the moment they wrote up that star, they were writing up an Isser. They were creating the Isser of lending with Ribis. Over here, you don't know whether this straw is going to cause any damage. Right now, there's just some straw sitting in the street, and that could be totally mutter. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow, Bezos Hashem. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.